1: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to today's program. I hope you are doing well. I'm going to chat today about how we can set up goals and then actually achieve them. And so uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. There's five essential guidelines to accomplish our goals I want to talk about today. And the point of this is that we want to be able to measure our goals, have metrics of uh, that we're tracking so that we can see the progress we're making and hopefully achieve our goals. I have a predicament. That I realized today. I was texting my buddy Brian Fullerton that there's so many opportunities, there's so many good things going on, but I'm trying to juggle all of them. And I feel like I'm not moving the needle in some areas of my life and getting the traction that I want to have. And so today, I was texting him this morning. I was thinking, you know, I gotta re kind of reset. And and I've been spending this afternoon just thinking and praying and trying to figure out uh, what goals I want to set. And what's the path to achieve them so that I don't waste a minute, as I often can do, scrolling through social media or just wasting time on things that aren't a priority. And so when we're clear with our goals, we can then align our time, our energy, our resources to achieve those goals. So number one of five for essential guidelines to accomplish our goals is we need to be specific. What do we want to achieve and get it down to the nitty gritty? So this is not, well, I want to get out of debt. I want to uh, lose weight, right? Those are probably the two most popular ones that people make as their New Year's resolutions. But actually being way more specific than that, What you were in Q1 if you're listening in real time. What, what debt do you want to pay off in Q1? Maybe it's your mower. Maybe it's the old... uh Get, get the old field out of your life, right? Maybe it's a student loan. Maybe it's a credit card, whatever it is. Maybe you have something that you want to achieve. Well, be specific. I want to pay off this by this date and, and get specific with what your goals are. Um, what are we trying to accomplish here? When and why do I want to make this goal happen? Be, being specific with our goals. And I just read uh, or actually listened to the audio book twice. My bookkeepers, Megan and Joey Coberly, so generously gave me a gift for Christmas. It was a book called Vivid Vision. And I listened to it once while I was kind of cleaning the house, and, and I, I put it on um, like 1.5 speed, so it plays pretty fast. It was a short book, so I kind of missed a little bit. So then I had a long commute recently, and I went back and listened to it again. And the premise of the book is they talk about setting a three-year goal, but if you can get really clear with your goal then those around you, your team members, your subcontractors, the people that are associated with your life, they're going to feel that momentum and that excitement that you know where you want this thing to go. And so um, kind of combining that vivid vision idea with a vision board of actually having pictures down that, that means something to me and getting as specific as possible of where I want my life to be three years from now And then reverse engineering that back to this quarter. There's something powerful about the number three. So three years from now, where do I want my life to be? And then in a three-month time frame, Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, they're conveniently ordered in three months. What can I be doing in this three months that's going to be setting me up for success in that longer three-year goal? So number one is to be specific. Number two is to make the goal measurable. In my bathroom, I have a scale. This morning, I weighed in at 226 pounds. But why that's important is it's a metric, it's something that is measurable. I absolutely love looking at my profit and loss statement every month. Shout outs with Megan and Joey, their second shout out of the program. But once a month with Megan and Joey, we look at the metrics. Of the profit and loss statement. Revenue minus expenses equals profit or net loss. I love seeing a profit. I love seeing it growing over months, over quarters, over years. But that metric of being able to measure something will then help us to know the progress we're making to achieving those goals. So the question to ask is, how do I know when I've arrived? How do I know when I have achieved my goals? Well, finances, I think, are very easy to measure because Let's say you have a a ten thousand dollar debt, whether it's a student loan, it's a credit card, it's a mower payment, good old Sheffield, who, whatever. You got ten thousand dollar debt. You say, you know what? My goal is to pay off this ten thousand dollar debt. So how will you know when you've achieved the goal? Well, you get the nice email that says, congratulations, you know your your debt's paid off, or they, they have a little bit more of a clever way of saying it, but I've gotten those emails before and it emotionally, it's, the, it's amazing to see that in your inbox line. Congratulations. You know, your, your, uh, your debt's paid. So now we know what we want to do that $10,000 of paying off that debt. Well, we can then reverse engineer it. Are we going to try to pay it off in three months? Let me get my calculator out, Mr. Producer. I don't want to embarrass myself on the podcast land. Uh, <laughs> people listening, 10,000 divided by three months that's $3,333 a month. So now we have a way we can measure it. I can now make the goal this month. I want to pay off $3,333. And then if I can do that again the next month and the next month, then boom, I got that debt paid off baby in three months. So make our goals measurable. These are all kind of interconnected, but number three. So again, be specific, make your goal measurable. And I'm giving finance as an example, but it can be with our weight, right? I weighed in at 226 today. If I want to get to 220 by the end of Q1, I got to lose two pounds a month. Someone's listening like that's weak, Jamison. Come on, <laughs> come on. Well, the issue is I've been, <laughs> this sounds kind of, kind of strange. But I've been gaining so much muscle. I've been gaining weight, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. The game trade. I don't know. I don't even know what my ideal weight is. Honestly, I just, uh, I want to be healthy. You know, it's not the, um, I used to, well, that's a whole nother story for another day. I got to get my boy, Dr. Frank on. He is like a nutritional expert and I want to bring him on the show one day to talk health and nutrition and, and optimal, um, vibrant energy levels and all of that stuff. So Anyway, I digress. Let me let me stick to the notes here before I start uh, saying something crazy. Uh, Number three, (laughs) I was saying that tongue-in-cheek, Mister Producer, that my my muscles are getting so big that I'm gaining weight. That's that's an exaggeration, guys. I I do have to cut cut some fat for sure, belly fat. I want I want flat abs again. I used to, man, guys. I remember I remember just looking at my abs and they were so my stomach was so flat and the definition of my abs. And I thought I was going to always be like that, right? Right, Josh Sutton? Right. <laughs> I see him smiling as I say that, right? And then the next thing you know, you go all fluffy, right? But I'm, I'm going to get him back, baby. I'll get in shape. Number three, give goals a time limit. It's important to set a time limit. So if we just say, I want to pay off 10,000 bucks, but we don't set that time limit, then it's too vague. We're not, we're not going to move the needle, but if I say I want to weigh 220, I'm going to, I'm going to be a little bit more aggressive. I want to weigh 220 by the end of this month. Well, now we have a time limit. So on the 31st of this month, if I don't weigh 220, then I didn't hit my goal. The $10,000 debt you want to pay off by the end of Q1, which will be March 31st. Now you may be listening to this in another month or whatever, just uh, prorate it to match your listening month. But if I want to pay off $10,000 by March 31st, well, I know on March 31st, if I achieved my goal or not. So do we have a deadline for reaching our goals? When will I hit this goal? How many times will I, will I achieve this goal? If if it's uh maybe I want to work out three times a week or I want to go to the gym four times a week. Well, if I, you know, start counting on Monday by the weekend, I'm going to know if I achieve my goal that week, right? I've showed up four times. I was consistent. You know, sometimes it's good just to set small goals like that. Like I just want to show up to the gym and and get get myself there. Cause I was listening to one of these motivational guys. I forget which one it was. There's it's irrelevant. But um I wanna give credit to where credit's due. I just I listen to so many audiobooks and podcasts, I forget who said it. But they were talking about at four thirty in the morning how they don't feel like getting out of their bed, but they set their alarm clock for four thirty and when it goes off, no matter how they feel, they get up and you know, and they start their morning routine. And so sometimes it's just saying, you know what, I'm gonna to go to the gym four days a week, whether I feel like it or not, I'm just gonna show up and try to work out. So so in summary, so far, and I'm pre guys, I'm just preaching this to myself. So if you're listening, thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening to my uh, personal pep talk. I, I truly am like uh, doing this podcast for my own accountability. So setting goals to achieve this quarter: number one, be specific. Number two, make your goals measurable. So be specific. I want to pay off this ten thousand dollar debt. Make your goals measurable. Well, it's ten thousand dollars. It's it's measurable. Because if you just say, I want to pay off debt, that's too vague. I want to pay off this specific debt. It's got a current balance of 10,000 bucks. Boom. It's measurable. Step three. Now we're going to give it a time limit. I want to pay off this $10,000 debt by March 31st. So now I'm specific. It's very measurable and it has a time limit. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from today's show sponsors. They make this all possible. And coming up, we're going to hear
0: step four and step five, how you can achieve your goals. (laughs) ever wish every day was donut friday us too but we can't help with that talk with one of our fleet advisors no pressure no hassle call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash paul to learn more gps track it
1: you can count on jobber to keep your business organized
0: Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com.
1: Hey guys, Paul here, and I wanna tell you about an exciting event happening here in Atlanta called Synced Live. The dates for the event are February 6th through 7th, 2023. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. It's gonna start on Monday afternoon at 3 p.m. and then be all day Tuesday. I'm gonna be there, really looking forward to this expo. It's gonna have 70 plus innovative products and services. There's gonna be a drink reception on that Monday night, February 6th. And then on Tuesday, February 7th, guys, at Sync Live, there's gonna be demonstrations educational sessions, and plenty of industry inspiration. Now You can get your all-access pass to Expo and all the education sessions for only $99. This is the only event shaping the future by connecting all aspects of the landscape industry into one event. And it's in my city, Atlanta, Georgia, right across the street from our baseball stadium where the Braves play. So we want the next generation of landscape owners and decision makers to be there. I'm going to be there. Hopefully you will be as well. To register, all you got to do is click on on the link in today's show notes. We hope to see you in Atlanta this February. Alrighty, continuing the five essential guidelines for your goals. This is actually from an article I found on Ramsey Solutions. I thought it was really intriguing how they kind of elaborated on each of these kind of good guidelines, goal guidelines. So be specific, be measurable, have time limits, and make them your goals. So growing up as a kid, I remember my mom was pushing me. She wanted me to be an accountant. Well, I can understand that might be a noble thing for her to desire because accountants are in, um, financially speaking, you know, they are typically millionaires. A lot of the uh, millionaire studies, when they show career fields, accountants are are definitely some of the top earners. And it's a respected profession. Excuse my voice, guys. I've been getting... Over being sick, so I'm trying to um, not be soft as a broadcaster and complain about it. But if you hear my voice, Wayne, and that's why. So, but anyway, that was not my that was not my goal. That was my mother's goal, and I, for whatever reason, I did actually work in an accounting firm for one year, and I realized there's no way I would want to do this the rest of my life. I, I would feel it would just it just wasn't my calling. Now, I have a, a former customer. Randy, he's an accountant and, uh, I don't take care of his property anymore, but he was one of my favorite customers for so many years. And when I started traveling and things of that nature, I just couldn't, um, take care of his high demands. He's a very picky fellow, very wealthy fellow, very generous fellow, but he's an accountant and he loves it. He absolutely loves his job. He, he's, a, a number crunching nerd and, and, uh, rightfully so he, he, he loves what he does. He's great at it. He's had an incredible career and, and he's in his sweet spot. But that's not my goal, and so you got to be careful just because in the social media world, somebody has a goal that they want to buy that skid steer, right? Well that might not be the best goal for your business. Somebody might want to you know get a six pack not of beer but of a abdominal muscle <laughs> appearance, but maybe that's not you know that's irrelevant for for your life uh may, maybe instead of the extra crunches and the um abstaining from pizza that you know, your, your, your goal needs to be to spend one date night a week with your wife, or, you know, there's different goals for different people. And so the point is don't copy and paste my goals. Don't copy and paste somebody else's goals, but make the goals, the honest, perfect will of God for your life. And, and that's all, that's going to be a little bit different for all of us. So the question to ask yourself is what is my goal? Is this someone else's goal for me or is it my goal? Because when we make it our own, then we really can um, have more of an opportunity to actually achieve the goal versus somebody else imposing what they want us to do. Hope that makes sense. This is hard for me as a coach because I am very grateful for all the students that I have that I help in their business, but sometimes I want it more than them. And I get frustrated because I'm like, Oh, just do it. You know, just like, execute on the goal. And I want it more than them. And it has to be more, And this is, this is, I'm getting on a side tangent as a coach, but a good coach can. And, and I think this, I'm not married, but I think this is how it works in marriage. You kind of got to make it their idea, right? So if you really want your wife to do something, if you just tell her, well, honey or baby, what, I don't know what you call your wife, but you need to do this. Well, she's probably, even if it's the right thing to do, she's probably not going to want to do it. But if it's her idea, if you're able to kind of like set it up so where she's like, you know what? I think we should do this. And that's what, you know, you're like, ding, 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 ding. ding. But when it's her goal, I don't know if I'm making any sense to anybody out there. But <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say as a coach, I got to convince you to want it. As much as I want it for you, if that makes sense. So anyway, I'll leave that right there. I might have went over someone's head, but is it your goal or is it someone's else's goal for you? Number five, and I would say this is the most, they're all important, but this one, if it's missing, it's going to make a significant um, impact. Number five is to put them in writing. Write down your goals. Write them down. There's something called a pencil. There's something called a pen. There's something called a keyboard. If you're going to type it into a keyboard, I like to print it out and laminate it. I have my vision board, which is for me personally. I don't expect who was in my office the other day, Mr. Producer. Oh yeah. Cody Owen. He was here. We were filming um, market, your business e-training course. And he's sitting in my office and he's looking at my vision board. And he asked me about something on there in he didn't understand. And I explained it to him. He's like, Oh, that's pretty cool. But the picture to me is worth a thousand words to me. Like when I look at that picture every day, when I'm in my office, I know what it represents. And, and, but for somebody else, he didn't, he didn't have a clue. And he was kind of like, well, that's kind of strange. What's that doing up on your visual board? Right. When I explained it to him, it made sense. But when we have pictures that represent our goals, when we actually write it down, I want to pay off this $10,000 debt by uh, March 31st, we actually write it down. I have uh, written on my door to my bedroom the uh, break even number. <laughs> so, like, I've taken for the year of what I want to earn for the year uh, revenue. I then divided by, that by 12. So, I know monthly, this is what I want to earn. And then I divided the, the yearly annual goal by 365, which breaks down to a daily number. I literally wrote that down and I stuck it on my door to my bedroom. And the reason I put it there, it's because it's like, Hey, I'm not going to go to bed at night or I'm not going to go take a nap during the day unless I'm absolutely exhausted. And I'm about to, you know, feel like I'm going to uh, die because I'm so exhausted. Like I'm not, and I'm not against sleep. Of course I try to get seven, eight hours of sleep at night. But my point is I'm just going to my bedroom to get a quick recharge so I can get back to my goal the next day. And so you know, maybe when I'm married, my wife's not going to want me to put my, my daily break even rate on my door, but my bedroom. But for now, as a single man, I'm like, I'm going to work my rear end off to try to earn that amount of money every single day. And it's a lot of money. I have a big goal, but it keeps me focused on, on my goal. In summary, the five guidelines for setting our goals is to be specific, to be measurable, to have time limits, to make them your goals, and to write them down. On tomorrow's show, we're going to talk about the different areas to write our goals um, down in. There's seven areas of life. Uh, that's the spiritual goals, the fitness goals, the educational goals, family goals, career goals, social goals, and, of course, we alluded to it a little bit today, financial goals. So I uh, didn't want to do, like, one marathon in uh put all of that in one episode. So that's what we have to look forward to on tomorrow's program. I do wanna invite you to join us on the YouTube. Uh, One of my goals this year is to create consistent, high quality content that's gonna help you become more successful in your business. And we're putting those videos on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is Green Industry Podcast. And so please follow us over there on YouTube and subscribe to the channel and be on the lookout for fresh new content uh, over there on the YouTube. So thanks for listening to today's podcast, and we hope to catch you on the next one. The Know Your Numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers training program...
0: Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.